0: The Lord spoke to me last week during, the, uh, during this fast, and I want to share some of what he said because I felt like it applies not just to me, but it applies to all of us, okay? Um, yeah, I'll just, I'll go ahead and read from the beginning. He said, the days are hastening and speeding up for my return. I set you in these days to be alive and do my will. You are a will doer. The Lord wants you to hear that. He set you apart to live in this time because he needed people that would do his will. You are a will doer. Okay? That's why I chose you for this time. The flurry of activity and demands around you cause you to turn and swirl in your focus, making you feel dizzy. That's not what I have for you. So I'm going to pause right there because I want to see, get into something. I felt like the Lord wanted us to highlight what he said. That's not what I have for you. So what does he have for us? I'm glad you asked. Okay, we are going to, so I want to start in First Thessalonians 5 verse 14. And we're going to look mostly at the Psalms, but I'm going to start with that one verse. But we, guys, we have been saying this, and it remains true. We are living in a time of acceleration and of suddenlies, okay? The Lord is moving. There's just open heaven, okay? The Lord is moving over us in a way that's causing things to happen inside of us and through us and around us in a way that's faster than any time we've been alive, I'm telling you, that's what he's doing. Faster than any time you've been alive, this time the Lord is moving in you and through you in a way that's going to just make your head spin with wonder at how quickly changes have happened in you. Okay, And that comes, and, and your response and my response is simply to yield to it. That's it. We're not trying to make it happen. We're not trying to figure it out. We're just yielding. Okay? So that's the time we're living in. And and the move of God has begun on the earth. This great move of God. It's the move of the Father. It is a move of love. And it has begun. And it began here on February 12th, 212. uh, On purpose, the Lord set it up for that day. And 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 the, the change is continuing to increase. It's a rippling going out okay? And so it's powerful. This is a powerful time for all of us. I'm so thankful for it. It's something that I've wanted to see for so long, something that we prayed for for so long. We've cried out for for so long to say, Lord, revival, revival, you know, come on, Lord, we, we want this. And guys, it's already, it's happened. It's happening. And, um, and, uh, just this morning, um, uh, Peggy, I think it was you, who shared the word from Bob Jones about 20, uh, well, not about 2023. He prophesied that when you see large amounts of rain in California, and, and you see uh, um, the flowers blooming all over, it will be a sign to you that revival has begun. And now Bob Jones passed away years ago. Right? So he prophesied that, and here we are, 2023, and California had record breaking rain and snowfall that has caused deserts to bloom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? And so it's a sign to us. This is a, 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 that the revival has bloomed. Okay? We're, we're, we're in it. 2023, here it is. And, and so this is exciting for us. It has begun. Okay? So, uh, in First Thessalonians 5, verse 14, I'm just going to read the first part of the verse. I'm going to read it from the Passion Translation because it brings out something I had never seen before uh, because I don't speak Greek. All right. Verse 14, it says, We appeal to you, to you, dear brothers and sisters, to instruct those who are not in their place of battle. Let's just stop right there. There's more in that verse, but stop right there. Instruct those who are not in their place of battle. The Greek word is actually attack and it doesn't mean attack. What it means, almost every time it's used in Greek literature, it's about battle formation. That's what it's about. So instruct those, and so some of your Bibles might say instruct those who are idle, Extract those who are disorderly, but the picture of the word is instruct those who are not in battle formation. Yes. Come come instruct them, get them to come back into battle formation. That's that's Paul's word to them, and it applies to us right now. Church, get into battle formation. Okay, now we don't battle as the world battles. And, and the battle that we have, the battle formation we have is different. Right? What do you see in battle formation in scripture? They send out the worshipers first. That is stupid. <laughs> According to world standards, you're gu- go- what are they going to smash you with a guitar? You know, I mean like, what are, what are you thinking? You know, God, that is not the smart thing to do. But that's exactly what God says. He goes, praise goes first. The battle formation is different for us. Praise goes first. Okay? And the battle formation is if you think about the way it is being in God's army versus any earthly army, we are in an army that, where every soldier knows we win. Every soldier knows that our commander has never lost a battle once. He is undefeated yes. through millennia. Undefeated. No earthly army can say that. No soldier of any earthly army can say, we're undefeated, bro. <laughs> like, w- I got no fear at all going into this. I'm alert. I'm watching. But, I- man, I'm not f- afraid at all. I am not afraid. I've got everything I need. Everything's fully supplied. We're ready to go. I ha- the commander... He knows what the enemy's going to do before the enemy knows what he's going to do. We're not going to lose at all. We we will only ever win. Only ever win. More than conquerors. Right? That means we're conquering and conquering and conquering and conquering. That's why we're more than conquerors. Because we keep doing it, and it keeps happening everywhere we go. Okay? Yeah, we're more than overcomers. So we battle from victory, not for it. It's already done. In our minds, in our perspective, even going into a battle, this is already decisively won because of our commander, right? So we're not fighting like, okay, we got to win this, guys, or else. No, like, guys, we're winning this. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, come on. We're winning. This is a battle formation where all the soldiers are alert, but they're at ease. We're at ease. We're at rest. Because it's already won. Even before it's happened, it's already won. Huh? I want to change the way I live to line up with what's already true. Where I don't see, oh, here's the circumstances. This is a battle. We're going to have to figure out how, this, how we get on the other side of this, how we solve this problem. How am I going to get the finances for this? How is this going to line up? How is you know is this relationship going to be mended? How you know? And we and we come into the battle thinking like, okay, it could go either way. What if we change to say, everything works for good. Everything works for good. Everything everything works for good. So I go into it. Oh yeah, here we go. It's done. It's good. I have the confidence, so I'm at ease. I'm a soldier at ease. You're a soldier at ease, right? So we're instructed now. There's this instruction from the Lord putting us in, in correct battle formation according to his kind of battle formation. Where we're praising. So our, our focus is on our commander in the battle. Not on the battle itself. You notice that? Yeah. Worship goes first. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going out and their whole focus is on the commander. Not on the battle. That doesn't seem very smart according to earth standards. But according to God that's exactly the right way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, So... Our warfare, the Lord, that's one of the things the Lord is teaching us in this decade. This is the decade of rest, okay? Which is another word from Bob Jones. He had a hundred year prophecy. He said the 2020s would be a decade of rest. In this time, the Lord is teaching us how to fight from rest. How to just see the victory from Rest. we're going to keep learning this. So this is good. But I want to look at some verses in in, uh, Psalms that really speak to rest. And uh, this is the higher way the Lord has for us. He, you know, in, in that word to me, he was saying, you know, you're, you got all these things that are swirling around you, making you dizzy. That's not what I have for you. What I do have for you is rest, you know. So So look at this, okay? Psalm. I'm going to start in Psalm 37. You don't have to turn to these. I'm just going to be looking at a number of verses. Uh, Psalm 37, verse (laughs) 5. I love this one. Give God the right to direct your life, to be your general, to be your commander. And as you trust him along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. (laughs) That's the passion. Give God the right to direct your life. And as you trust Him along the way, you'll find He pulled it off perfectly. That is what we're talking about, guys. It's that living from rest. Knowing the battle's already taken care of. Which battle are you putting on yourself? Are you picking up and putting on your shoulders, like, I gotta fight for this. I gotta see this happen. I gotta see a breakthrough. Yeah, you you real you he you can hear it even in the language. I got to. I have to. I need to. No, where is your commander? Shift into praise and get your focus on the commander, and then you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. It kind of sounds light and easy. Somebody talked about that light and easy burden. Anyway. There's, there's, uh, so the next thing that Lord told me in this word that I just want to read here is he said, that's not what I have for you. The dizziness, the swirling. He said, you know, that rest is a form of faith where you trust me and my heart to take care of you. Rest allows your spirit to lead instead of your soul. The last sentence. Rest allows your spirit to lead instead of your soul. Yep. So here's another one to throw at you. Psalm 116 verse 7. It says, Now I can say to myself and to all, Relax and rest. Be confident and serene, peaceful. Peaceful. For the Lord rewards fully those who simply trust in him. Rest, the Lord has shown me this over the years, rest is the greatest place of faith. It's the greatest place of faith. Because you are fully trusting him. And he rewards those who simply trust. Simply trust. You take God at your word. God said it. And you're choosing to believe that what he said is true. That he's not lying. And that he's not incapable. Yeah. He is who he says he is. And he does what he says he does. And he does not let any of it fall to the ground. Every single word of his comes to pass. Without fail and, and without delay. In Jesus' name. <laughs> we 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 believe that and that's who he is, okay? And and so in the midst of this, we are what? We relax and we're at rest. We're confident and serene, peaceful. This is our battle formation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, I'm going to turn up to Psalm 127, verse 2, and uh, you get to chew on this one, okay? Some of you, this is going to hit you square between the eyes. You're welcome. Okay, 127, verse 2, it really is senseless to work so hard from early morning till late at night toiling to make a living for fear of not having enough, God can provide for his lovers even while they sleep. (laughs) Oh, guys, it's a different way of fighting. It's a different way of battle. It's senseless to work so hard. Out of fear of not having enough. When God can provide in our sleep. He doesn't need you. To provide for you. Now he may give you a job to do. So you do the job. But he doesn't need you. Let's come back into rest. Let's come back into rest. Okay. All the responsibilities. All the work. Toiling. Come back to rest. Okay? How do we come back to rest? There's three things. The first one is one we've talked about a lot lately. Let God love you. Very simple. Let Him love you. Because the essence of His love, and and for those of you who haven't heard this, and I've said it many times, I'll probably keep saying it, agape... The Greek word for unconditional love, no strings attached kind of love, is made up of two smaller Greek words, agu and peo, that means to lead to rest. Put it together, that's what unconditional love looks like. It means to lead to rest. Okay? So when God is loving you, what he's doing is he's saying, come on, lie down, rest in who I am. Rest in who you are in me. Rest. Because I've done all the work. It is finished. Right? Rest. Rest. Let God love you. When you let God love you, you are letting him lead you to rest and you are able to engage with that rest, the rest of God, more easily than you were able to before. So, very simple. Got it? Let God love you. It has more power than you think to change your insides. Okay? Let God love you. The next one, uh, next step there, Psalm 55, verse 2. I'll read that to you. It says, did I write that one down? Oh, 22, sorry. 55, 22. Nope, 22. 22. 55-22. 5522 So here's what I've learned through it all Leave your cares and anxieties at the feet of the Lord and measureless grace will strengthen you <laughs> Anybody want to roll your burdens Huh Want to do some rolling today Roll those burdens over Leave them with the Lord Just let them go off of you. Roll them off. Do the great handoff. The burden comes, you let it roll off. The burden comes again, roll it off to the Lord. Every time they come, roll it off. I've had people come to me over the years and and, and share with me something going on in their life. And I'm like, I don't mean to burden you. I'm like, I am not letting it land. (laughs) Rolling off. Roll it off. Okay? Okay? Any pastors who don't let it roll off are going to go crazy. So roll it off, okay? And it's not just us pastors, it's anybody, okay? If you hold on to burdens and let them stack and stack and stack and stack and stack, you are going to be miserable and you're going to make everybody around you miserable. Roll them. Okay. Let him go. Roll him off. Okay. This verse right here: Leave your cares and anxieties at the feet of the Lord, and measureless grace will strengthen you. Okay, it's worth doing because you know He's better at taking care of our burdens than we are. He's a lot smarter. Okay. Now. So the last thing here, how do we get back to rest? Let God love you. The second thing is roll the burdens. Okay? The third thing is, and this is what the Lord spoke to me, come back into my rest. It's as simple as a pause in my presence. Turning attention to the open heaven over you. Okay? Practically speaking, the Lord is saying, pause. In my presence. When you feel that craziness come on, you know what I'm talking about. You feel the crazy, like, oh, you know, something. a new news came across to you, somebody told you something, you heard something, whatever, you found out something, and the craziness comes up. like, Whoa! Pause. Pause. Push the button. Pause in my presence. And then he said, turn your attention to the open heaven that's over you. Turn your attention. Turn your attention. Yeah. Be anxious for nothing. But in all these things, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Make your request known to God. Turn your attention to the open heaven. Thank that's why first Thessalonians five says, Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus because when you thank God in the midst of circumstances it puts the circumstance under you because you are putting the focus on the open heaven over you it puts the circumstance under so be anxious for nothing prayer supplication with thanksgiving make your request known so that's Way that this is how we can stay in rest and live in rest, so we are an army at ease, okay. Alert, watchful, yes, but oh, knowing the battle belongs to the Lord. So, moms, dads, business owners, employees, it doesn't matter. Uh, whether it's finances or health issues, doesn't matter if there's emotional stuff inside of you or the thought life, you like, feel like there's a battle going on there, you know, or you're worried about your family and, and the prodigals that you may have in your family or anything like that. All these things, all of them are under Jesus' feet and Jesus is your commander and you're right there in the army with him and the battle belongs to him and not to you.